From fitness enthusiast and engineer to marketing, a new fitness product used by athletes all over the world and people trying to achieve their fitness goals, today's guest on my Best Life podcast is Serge from Crossrope. This is my Best Life podcast with Flavia Abadia. Welcome to my Best Life podcast. I'm Flavia Abadia, and today I have a very special guest. His name is Serge, and he's from Crossrope. It's a fitness program and rope used by fitness enthusiasts, athletes all around the world, and people trying to reach their fitness goals. It was also featured on Men's Fitness 2017 Top Gear Awards. And also, if you want to get 10% off this rope and program you can go to crossrope.com slash my best life and use the coupon code my best life at checkout 10 percent. yeah 10 percent. so thanks for joining us love it's awesome to be here <laughs> this is really exciting yeah first of all before you even started working on your own company what jobs did you have before and how did you get to be an entrepreneur uh, it's a kind of long story, but uh, it starts, I guess, um, you know, with family, with parents, mm-hmm. you know, Eastern European parents, a lot of focus on school. Um, so kind of ended up doing engineering, mechanical engineering, and okay. uh, went to University of Waterloo. Um, so that was uh, five grueling years of, of uh, you know, books and library, but that instilled I guess a lot of the the work ethic and the principles and philosophies in my life that you know went into this and everything I've done after that so it's definitely five years that you know I would do over again for sure but okay um the journey after that didn't you know really play out as most would expect um so the first thing I did uh, out of school you know I took a trip to Thailand um came back and got my uh personal training certification and the backstory to that is you know I played sports particularly basketball since you know since I can remember since being a little kid Um, in high school that led to a lot of weight room stuff trying to get faster stronger uh, so you can perform better on the court and you know from those days I've always always loved fitness like it was just part of my life it was a part of me Um, if I didn't you know, go to the gym or find some way to be active, uh, something felt like it was missing. So that kind of always stuck with me. Um, so even throughout university, you know, a lot of sports, a lot of gym, a lot of um, activities. And then once school ended, uh, actually, when I went to Thailand, I did, I spent some time in a Muay Thai camp. Uh, oh, nice. up in the north oh, that's fun. Uh, so that was an incredible experience you know 6 a.m to 6 p.m full day kind of in a full Thai camp um, got the full experience that way came back did the certification and uh, tying in all of that I've always had a fascination for technology um, mm-hmm. so you know I loved animation I loved web design I loved anything to do with the creative side and technology and so that kind of led to uh, playing around with blogging back in 2009, 2010. And at that point I started uh, what most people knew me at then was for my fitness blog, which is called Bloom to Fit. Mm-hmm. Um, when I started it, it didn't really have a focus, it kind of developed over time, but really I just wanted to start something, start sharing what I loved about fitness, 
um, and combining that with um, you know my thirst for really understanding technology and how we can use that to influence people and impact people so um, you know to satisfy my parents and obviously um, I needed to get a job so you know I found uh, started doing process engineering typical engineering stuff um, out of school so I did that full-time and on the side um, I was building this um, fitness blog and it started growing um, started impacting more people it started kind of getting a focus I was really into um, kind of functional fitness I really enjoyed uh, I wasn't too into the any particular strength training or weight training mm-hmm. or bodybuilding I, I loved it all but my uh, I, what I really loved was just the simplicity of functional fitness being able to use functional training tools like jump ropes or kettlebells and, st- and, and such to be able to train anywhere I kind of wanted that freedom where you didn't have to be in the gym um, you didn't have to be confined to certain uh, pieces of equipment you can kind of use your body weight or just kind of keep things simple so I always loved that and that's what I always um, pushed and you know over the years uh, I started kind of getting into jump rope training it was one of those tools that just fit the bill and funny enough I, I still remember this but I shot a couple YouTube videos um, just showing basic jump rope exercises I had I, that, yeah. I had one uh, it's called uh, 23 exercise, 23 jump rope exercises for a killer body. It's just, you know, me in a gym, and I literally just showed 23 jump rope exercises. Nothing exciting, and somehow that video picked up so much traction. It was, I, from what I know and what I've done uh, when I was really into it at the time, there was probably the first video to ever hit a million views. Um, oh wow! You know, and it's just, uh, about a guy jumping rope. So that was kind of cool. Um, and that really got me interested um, to see what else I could do. But at the same time, that's um, kind of the first, um, I'd say, time I remember meeting my business partner now, um, Dave Hunt. He simultaneously started uh, Crossroad back in 2010, 2011, kind of like when I started. Okay. And I had this video that was doing well, and he kind of started. and. Somehow we found each other. Um, Was I think, it through the internet, I guess? Oh, of course, yeah. yeah. So, you know, he had a what I thought at the time was a phenomenal product. Um, and we can talk about it a little bit more. But mm-hmm. um, he had this great product and I had this video. And I the one question that was always coming up from people was, you know, what jump rope do you recommend? You're, you know, you're showing us these exercises. Mm-hmm. Which one should I get? And I never really had a go-to answer. I mean, there are a lot of... Jump rope has been around, or jumping rope has been around for hundreds of years, or hundred yeah. years. Uh, athletes have been using it for boxers. have been using it for a long time. So, the typical responses were, you know, very cheap, um, cheap ropes, which was good. Um, but the problem was they weren't very durable. They were constant. They were constantly breaking or getting replaced. So, and I wanted something different. And uh, Dave, he had created this really unique system where you can take the clip the ropes in and out of the handles mm-hmm. and what that allows you to do is utilize a different uh, different weights of ropes you're kind of now introducing resistance into this old school so style of training so the rope has weight in it yeah yeah so the rope itself uh, the system is pretty simple i mean i how i explain it we to people it. yeah yeah but yeah. this is this is surprise the new thing okay okay, okay. <laughs> um this is, so 
a typical jump rope has been always used for for cardiovascular training it's a mm-hmm. great endurance tool uh, a lot of people use it for warming up or for longer sessions but the problem was uh when I, when you look at any other form of training if, if you're going to go to a gym and use dumbbells for example you're if you're going to be training for an extended period of time you're not going to only stick to one weight of uh of dumbbells you're mm-hmm. going to want to progress over time and so we wanted to introduce a similar thing and th- that's what that's what he did introduce is the system where now you can progress or change from lighter ropes to heavier ropes and back and now you can cater that to different uh fitness mm-hmm. goals and so that was really interesting to me um and we ended up you know kind of meeting up i became his you know uh, i started selling the ropes through my channel promoting his ropes uh, as an affiliate and you know we work together kind of do running our own things side by side we're constantly talking sharing ideas and then you know uh back in 2015 that his the company started getting some traction mm-hmm. um and we have already done a couple of trade shows together he asked me to come and help out and from there uh you know he was in a position where he needed somebody to handle basically all of the marketing uh that was required to get Prosrope off the ground and to bring it to where it is today. And he offered me the position. And, you know, at the time I was at a, another engineering firm. It was a great position, great company, but this was a once in a lifetime opportunity yeah. that um, to this day I'm thankful I took because it's, it's been one hell of a ride uh, since then. So yeah, we've been working to be together since. Um, the company's actually based in the US so we have, you know, a remote working situation. But since then, we've been able to bring more people into the, into the team. Um, the company has grown. We've had a tremendous year this year. And that's kind of what led to this. And I can show it to you guys now. So where in the U.S. is it based? Um, so it's kind of been all over the place for a little while. Because mm-hmm. uh, Dave was in, um, he was in the Navy. So he was stationed oh, in different okay. places. Um, and then once he got out, uh, we just... This past year got uh, kind of, if you want to say, located in North Carolina. So it's, okay, in, nice. it's in North Carolina, uh, Raleigh, North Carolina. Um, opened up an office there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in terms of the remote stuff, you know, all the, our marketing team is here in Toronto. So it's kind oh, of a nice. very unique situation. It has its pros and cons like everything else. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been good. It's been good. And before we get to this special surprise... I know um, lots of athletes have actually used this, like LeBron James, which is amazing. Are there any other, like, exciting athletes that have used your ropes? Yeah, I mean, we've uh, kind of pivoted a lot in terms of who these ropes can cater to. Because it's a a training tool that can fit... um, yeah. Uh, so many moles, I guess. I mean, so many different people can use it to achieve different things, whether it be boxers or MMA athletes or, you know, and or just general fitness enthusiasts looking to achieve a specific fitness goal. So, you know, we've pursued the, 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 the athletic route for a while and we, you know, had some good success. We've, like you said, Cleveland Cavaliers um, have been using the ropes. Funny enough, I was uh, watching... Uh, one of the games and um, you could see during one of the timeouts a guy skipping in the back and you can see oh, uh, so using cross cool. so that was that was a really cool moment um, yeah. 
we had the Rangers use it. Uh, we we're, you know, we got some really cool partnerships that I can't say too much about right now, but um, okay. there is, it's gonna, uh, there's um, more and more interest uh, from the, coming from the athletic side. So that's always good to see. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have to say like our biggest focus has just been on, on the fitness, kind of this general uh, fitness market where, you know, people are trying to achieve specific fitness goals. And that's kind of like, what led to this and, and um, refining our kind of flagship system. Uh, okay. We redesigned it to kind of cater to um, two specific or three specific fitness goals, whether, okay. you know, th- this is based on years of feedback from customers looking to either, uh, you know, get lean, get toned, mm-hmm. trying to, a lot of people are, you know, trying to lose weight. And then you got your group uh, that's trying to build strength, which is actually very interesting and unique because very rarely would jump ropes be used for strength until you start introducing like really heavy ropes, like one pound, two pound, three pound ropes mm-hmm. like we've done. Um, so, you know, that's our biggest focus. And, you know, we've had a lot of uh, success and it's been great. Well, um, great to see, uh, at least for me personally, because this ties back to my Bloom to Fit days is yeah. um, just hosting uh what we do is we host a lot of free fitness challenges um and it's incredible watch every time it's a 30-day challenge um like i said it's it's free we provide tons of resources we bring in other uh partners to to add you know a little spice to it add some some extra resources and we really try and provide you know uh these people with everything they need to kind of really get some great results over 30 days and you know we um, monitor that we you know guide them through all the give them all the workouts everything they need and it's by the end of the 30 days which is actually a really short period of time yeah um, it's incredible to see the transformations and just the the I guess positive comments and feedback that come in um, through our community it's to me that's the that's always been the most exciting part and that's just grown we've had you know the challenges started small with you know, maybe a thousand people would take part, and now we're getting like regularly three, four, five thousand people participating oh, wow. in every challenge, and it's just you just get to see how something like this can actually impact somebody's life. When you see somebody saying, you know, they've dropped this many, you know, mm-hmm. uh, sizes, or they lost this much weight, or yeah. they feel this much better, or they have this much more energy to do, you know, whatever is important to them, like that is actually really exciting it's what really i think motivates us and where can you find these challenges and where can you buy these ropes um so well the easy answer is just uh, on our website mm-hmm. um everything that we website? everything we do is uh is on our site so you can always visit uh crossrope.com um you know we have a free training app so we we've been focusing on that a lot oh, lately nice. trying to enhanced experience everything has just been about trying to deliver the best jump rope experience possible if you're interested in any of the challenges if you're interested we have a lot of workouts on our and and um, mm-hmm. stories like i mentioned we we interview a lot of our own customers and uh, people in our community to get their stories to see nice. how jumping rope has impacted them so all of that can be found on our blog but uh, crossrope.com will basically uh, basically give you all of that um, so we really try and go above and beyond like the expectation. So it's cross rope is much more than just a jump rope. Like, and that's something that we're really passionate about is, you know, at the end of the day, we're just, 
we're here, we're trying to help people get from A to B, right? They have certain fitness goals that they have in mind. And, you know, we're trying to give them the tools and the resources they need uh, to succeed. And, the, you know, the accountability, like that is one uh, kind of thing that grew organically. But we have, I'd say, one of the most engaged and really one of the fastest growing I've seen online communities. Uh, it's a private good. Facebook group. We have over 20,000 members in there. And if you're ever in need of like motivation or inspiration or accountability, mm -hmm. which I feel a lot of people are missing as one of those ingredients in a successful training program is they don't have the accountability. So as soon as it gets tough and you don't have anybody to keep you accountable on that journey, it's really easy to, you know, um, to stop or give up mm -hmm. or uh, kind of lose focus. So that has really been a powerful factor for everyone who's participated in these challenges. You come in, you share your progress. Once you see like 10, 20, 30 people posting their results for, for the day's workout, you feel a lot, you feel kind of personally accountable to get it done yeah. for yourself. And, you know, even this last challenge, all of the, all of us, not all of us, but uh, at least three or four of us at the company did the challenge with everybody else. And I want to try it. Yeah. You should try it. So we're going to be running yeah. another one uh, in January. So we're okay. going to do a new year challenge. Okay. Um, how how often are the challenges? So we do one every quarter. Okay. Um, kind of like first one in the new year in January, mm -hmm. then in April and July and October. Um, I think okay, are the cool. dates. So those are our big challenges, and then we do we host a lot of other free free events in our community. We do performance challenges. These are actually really fun. Um, because with jump ropes, you can do a lot of interesting things. So we kind of created this, uh, like your video. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of what we do is like kind of, we created this, uh, like track and field events for jump rope training. So if you okay. picture like hundred meter sprint, 200 meter run, okay. 400 meter run. So um, do you jump and so it's like not, and it has distance? nothing to do with okay. running, but it's, it's like, uh, for an example would be like a 250 J one pound event. So, Okay. The objective would be 250 jumps mm -hmm. as fast as you can with a one pound rope. Okay. Right? So it's very simple. You can use any skill you want. You know, there's some that work better than others. But the idea is it's all about speed. And when you start introducing resistance, mm -hmm. if you're using a one pound rope, it's very different than your traditional uh, jump rope. And so we have all these leaderboards and people are posting their times and Okay. It's starting to get like uh, very competitive. So we got a lot of people like they'll be emailing us like five times. Did you get my time? Did you get my time? Like <laughs> they want to be, see their names on the leaderboards. Okay. And it's, it's interesting how competition drives people uh, to action. Like it's, it's yeah. incredible. So we do a lot of events like that. Those are a lot of fun. And then we have kind of a, a challenge that runs all year round. So mm. if you come in, it's February, let's say, and you're mm. looking for something to do, we have... A 30-day challenge that you can basically start and stop as you please so a lot of people do that challenge it's kind of takes a little bit from all of our other challenges so it's, it's a great okay. place to get started whether you have a jump rope system or not you know you can use whatever rope you want it are that's not our objective you know yeah this is a great system and a lot of the people have you know got a uh, great results got them because they had the ability to mix and match different uh, weights of ropes. So if you use a single rope, you're still going to see great results. Um, the idea is just to give you the, the tools and the resources and the accountability so you actually stick through it. I feel that's the toughest part today yeah. is just sticking to something. 
And I think the biggest difference between that people don't know is you can find weighted ropes like at Walmart, but it's the handles that are weighted. Yeah. So the rope is just like a flimsy thing. Yeah. So, <laughs> so why is it better that the rope is weighted? Yeah, that's a good question because we get that actually a lot. Um, people think that our handles are weighted. I mean, they're they're a little heavier than your traditional, but they're they just needed to be designed that way mm -hmm. uh, for for the system. But uh, the problem with weighted handles is they throw off your rhythm and timing and coordination. The the advantage of having the the weight in the ropes, apart from uh, well, actually it's it's all encompassing. When you have the resistance kind of rotating around your body as mm -hmm. it's in the rope, that requires um, it does a couple things. But um, first, and this is actually something we discovered as uh, after we introduced this. Um, it's actually the added weight is great for beginners. So a lot of people think you want to start light and progress heavy. What we found, we know we do a lot of workshops, we do a lot of clinics and you know online stuff, and we find that as soon as you start introducing some weight to your uh, to your ropes, mm -hmm. now you suddenly start feeling the rope as it's turning around your body. And the problem with a lot of uh, you know your PVC or plastic cheap ropes that you'd get is that mm -hmm. they're really light. If you've ever tried it, it's yeah. it's light. Um, which is good, but if you're a beginner, and especially if you're struggling with coordination or timing, um, once the rope starts turning, you start to lose feel of where it is. And the problem with that is you don't know how to time your jumps properly. Mm -hmm. So when you start introducing uh, our heavier ropes, so for example, um, this is our, our half pound rope right here. So it's got a okay. little bit of resistance to it, and once it starts turning, you can start uh, feeling it. So it slows down your rotation. Mm -hmm. You can start feeling it turning. So it's mm -hmm. not too heavy. I mean, half pound doesn't sound like a lot, but as soon as yeah. you start turning that rope, and this is especially especially gets uh, more pronounced. Um, I got some cool stuff to show you. Uh, <laughs> especially gets pronounced as it starts turning, and you can start feeling it. You can start timing your jumps better, and that's the beautiful thing about it. Because then when we put that into a, uh, give that to someone who's never jumped before or who struggled in the past, mm -hmm. suddenly they know when to jump and you can just see their eyes light up like I can do this because this yeah. is one of those this is a skill based uh, exercise and if you um, a lot of people get frustrated that they can't do it and they give up on it uh, so starting a little bit heavy is has been a great approach to kind of learning and then as you start progressing with your skills that's when the advantage of having the weight in the ropes really comes into play now uh, you have to start controlling the rope more. That engages more muscle groups. Um, and it just helps you achieve more kind of with every rotation. It's really, it's really fascinating. So I'm excited to hear about this. For sure. So, um, so it's called the Infinity. Uh, so this is the Infinity Rope System. Um, so what we've, we launched our original system we've had actually a couple of revisions since um since the start of the company this would be like the third major revision um, but this is um we've basically taken our flagship system and redesigned like every single mm -hmm. component and this came through a ton of feedback from you know customers feedback from people in our community and what we really wanted to do was create a system that was durable um and that was 
uh, it ties back to this experience thing. Like we are, we're always talking about experience. Like if I was to give this to you, like what does it need to have um, for you to feel like this is the best jump rope experience I've ever had? And that's how we uh, took this kind of redesign and rebranding feel. Um, so what we create, I'll show you how this looks. This is uh, what we call our um, Get Lean set. So we have two sets right now. Okay. Um, we have the Get Lean set. It comes with the two lighter ropes. Okay. Um, it's the quarter pound infinity rope. That's the green one here. And then it comes with uh, the white um, half, half pound infinity yeah. rope that we talked about. And then you get your, um, your uh, we call these our slim handles. Okay. So we've redesigned these completely. Um, we've given them a new ergonomic look. So, you know, that we, and shape, sorry. So when somebody holds them, they actually feel really nice and comfortable in your hands. But more than anything, it's, it's the performance of these. So you got some really high quality bearings in there. Everything about jump rope training is about how smooth it feels uh, when it's rotating it around your body, right? And so, you know, what we always use to judge, and we sometimes, I guess we're just geeks about this, we'll just stand there and we'll honestly just watch this thing spin because okay. it just shows uh, the quality and oh, the and this thing can all, well, honestly if you give it enough momentum will probably go for minutes so if you and, can't see this if you're not watching it you're listening to it basically he's holding the part um of the handle where you attach the rope and he's spinning the actual handle so it's just a, you know ball bearings have been around forever but we really wanted to uh to create a top-notch handle this is essentially the central point of your experience it's what you're holding um, it's what's connected to the rope. Mm -hmm. And then what we've done is we've uh, redesigned completely the, the connection system. So our previous system was great, got the job done, everybody loved it, but we really, um, when you're training with, a, with different weights of ropes, you know, and you, let's say you wanna switch between light and heavy, you know, mm -hmm. some of our workouts tell you, you know, 30 seconds with your, with your quarter pound rope, then you're gonna to switch to 30 seconds with your one pound rope or your half pound okay. rope. And you keep switching kind of like, um, so you need to be able to do that quickly and efficiently. And so we wanted to create uh, a mechanism that allowed you to do that. And so you probably can't see this if you're not watching it, but the idea is that you just um, clip it in and clip it out and okay. then you can just simply switch your ropes on the fly. Okay, so yeah, it's a clip. So you just squeeze it and then Yeah, the so you just out. clip it in. It's attached to the rope, mm -hmm. and then you got that that feeling. Yes. So it's an it's a really uh, it's a really well designed system. A lot of um, work went into creating this. A lot of work went into you know creating the the look and feel that we think will ultimately deliver mm -hmm. that um, premium experience that um, has never really been around, we feel in the, in the jump rope space when it comes to, to fitness enthusiasts. Um, you know, we've, we're rebuilding our app. So there's where, an app, there's mm -hmm. a tutorial and it says on here, take the get lean jump rope challenge. So, so how that you, works is, yeah, we, yeah. you get this package. Usually like if you go to a department store and you pick up a jump rope, you got yourself a jump rope and then, you know, you kind of figure it out from there. Mm -hmm. Right. So what we're trying to do is within this box and what we deliver through our app, we're trying to give you, even if you've never jump rope before, everything that you need mm -hmm. to actually, coming back to it again, actually get from point A to point B, 
right? Yeah, so it's good. So you're not left alone. You have exactly, a guiding exactly. system. <laughs> so you're going to get this package. You're going to download the free app. It's going to walk you through a tutorial. You're going to get to see, you know, best practices. You're going to, and we're going to walk you through some basic technique stuff. Mm -hmm. um, it's still going to take a little bit of time and practice, and we, we guide you through that stuff through our tutorials on how to get really good at using the rope and that's kind of the beauty of jump rope training it's not something you just pick up and you know suddenly you get it and that's it it's yeah. there are people in our community that have been jumping for years and they're still progressing you're constantly learning new skills new ways of doing things and um unlike you know some other forms of training it's 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 a lot of fun it's what keeps it really fun um you know people are excited when they actually learn a new skill mm -hmm. and they're excited when uh they progress you know from a double hop for example which you know it's kind of like your playground exercise okay. that we're trying to where you uh, jumping twice between every rotation and then watching people kind of progress to double unders and just seeing their excitement when they um when they learn new things is, is, is fascinating. So that's, I think, just the hidden benefit of jump rope training that most people don't even know about. Um, and now when you're able to, you know, switch between different ropes, which our app shows you how to do, it shows mm -hmm. you how to, you know, um, and then most importantly, it gives you the workouts that you need to actually see results. So whether that's what we're talking about here, take the, the Get Lean Jump Rope Challenge, is you actually get a full 30-day challenge in the app. So you got okay, your tool, cool. you walk through your tutorial, you got the basics down, you know, you practice a little bit when you're ready, you take the challenge that actually walks, you know, gives you the, the, the workouts you need to see results. So it's the full, full experience. So this is the get lean um, system. Mm -hmm. So if you want to build strength and bulk up, how is that different than this one? Right. So what we've done is this is our get lean set. We also have a get strong set. Mm -hmm. um, and the get strong set is, um, contains the two heavier ropes. So that comes okay. with the one pound rope and the two pound rope. Um, is the handle the same? No, uh, the get strong set comes with, uh, our power handles and they're okay. designed differently. They have, um, they kind of, if you imagine like holding a dumbbell where it kind of curves like this, so where it curves out okay it, it curves so the the thickest part is in the middle mm -hmm. and based on you know the research that we've done that was the most uh, the best grip uh, ergonomically for uh, controlling heavier ropes like you really okay. need uh, a lot of strength to be able to turn a rope particularly as you know your speed increases mm -hmm. so turning a rope and it's always it's fun to watch because you know we did a couple trade shows we went to um the one that we went to, I think, was the Arnold Classic in um, in Ohio, and it had like there were like two hundred thousand people there. Um, a lot of them were like these big, big guys yeah. walking around, and so we had this big booth, and we set up like one half of our booth to be like this challenge section. And what okay. we do is um, we we called it the Intensity Challenge. That was our mm -hmm. previous name of our one pound rope. And the challenge was simply do as many jumps as you can in 60 seconds. And it was absolutely fascinating to watch these big burly guys yeah. um, struggling with it after 30 seconds because nobody realized, you know, if you've never done it before, it, it's, it blows your mind to see how much effort is required or how much effort is exerted uh, to turn uh, a one pound and especially a two pound rope 
yeah. um, at a fast pace for an extended period of time. It is not an easy feat. And so those two ropes in particularly and the handles that come with them are designed um, to build strength. Um, not necessarily build muscle. I think you know muscle muscle building is its own uh, is its own thing. Yeah. But definitely strength, strength endurance, and especially when you get both sets together, we you know we sell them as a package as well as a get fit bundle. You okay. kind of get best of both worlds. You get your light ropes and you get your heavy ropes. And now when you start mixing and matching all of those, you can really start tackling a lot of different um, areas. So you can start you know doing your hit workouts with lighter ropes and heavier ropes. You can do longer duration workouts with the lighter ropes if you wanna just do some low intensity um, sessions. Or you can just go straight up to the power and start you know, you know, know, doing shorter sessions with a two pound rope. Like you can really start mixing and matching and that's a lot of, um, a big part of what makes it you know, fun is that you can, there are endless combinations with what you yeah. can do with these, so. And another thing I wanted um, to just mention is if there's someone who's six foot four and someone who's five foot two, course, like yeah. me, <laughs> can we use the same rope? Do you have different rope no, sizes? No, so we have we have different sizes. Um, we have four different sizes, uh, and they're all based on your height, like you mm -hmm. said. So you would be a small. Okay. Ileana's <laughs> um, a small. Yeah. Um, and the sizes really depend on the height, but there's. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of gray areas. A lot okay. of, you know, that's definitely one of the questions that we get a lot is, you know, what size is best for me? Mm -hmm. And so do you have a height range? Yeah, well, on our yeah. website, you can see there's okay. a sizing table. You can see, okay, you fall under this range, you know, mm -hmm. you're medium or you're large or yeah. you're extra large. So um, some jumpers, like for example, personally, I fall under the large section that's, you know, at six feet tall, but I, I really like using mediums because. It allows me to generate more speed, but I have less room for error. So it's just okay. kind of you can start playing around with it um, as your your skills progress. You can start going shorter, um, mm -hmm. if, and it's going to allow you to generate more speed. But if you're just getting started, or it's kind of it's not really you know um, your skills aren't there yet, then you go with the size that's recommended, and it's typically there aren't any issues with that. Okay. And I know we had to do this podcast later in the day because you said you work like super long days for people who aren't entrepreneurs yet or don't really understand what it is to be one. What do you do all day? Like why can't you just like stop at 5 p.m. and then go home? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's interesting because I had... Um I got to taste kind of both worlds. You know, I was in the corporate space for mm -hmm. about four or five years in the engineering field. And um, a lot of that was um, nine to five or whatever the typical hours may be. Um, but a part of me has always been kind of, you know, always I'm, I'm always doing something. Mm -hmm. Like I'm always driven, like even if I'm not at work, I'm going to be working on my blog when I'm home or something. So part of it is just, and I think a lot of that, came from well my parents it came from uh my exposure to engineering in school because it was it was an intense amount of work yeah. that had to be condensed into a really short period of time so you just had to learn how to manage mm -hmm. working uh you know studying long hours so i had it in me um but you know when i transitioned into uh working with crossrope uh it was it's a completely different mindset 
you know, you know, my mind is on Crossroad like 25-7. Like it's, okay. it's unreal. <laughs> Not 24-7, um, 25-7. No, okay. When I wake up, it's the first thing I think about, you know, and it's usually one of the, the last things I think about <laughs> before going to bed. But, you know, the, you know, I, I actually love that. Like mm-hmm. I found something that, that you're passionate about. It's like, I feel like passion doesn't even do it justice because it's something that I know the effect. I can see everything that I, that I touch has an, an end effect mm-hmm. on a person. And to me, that is really like really motivating, uh, you know, and we've got a great team um, and it's really fun working with them. So there's really no, I mean, if you want to create or be successful at anything, doesn't matter mm-hmm. whether it's entrepreneurship or not or something else. Like there is nothing in my opinion that beats hard work. And I've seen mm-hmm. that in school. You know, I was never the smartest, uh, but I definitely worked the hardest um, and I got through it. You know, I see it in basketball. You know, there are kids that are far less talented and some of the, you know, more talented kids that made it further because they just put in the work. You know, and it, ties into business as well and entrepreneurship and you know i'm fortunate that i love the product um it's i use it every single yeah. day like it's just a part of me so um, you use it when do you use it like every morning before going to work or no so different times um yeah. you know i my my own workout routine is mm-hmm. very versatile like i use a lot of different like i mentioned i use kettlebells and mm-hmm. love my strength training but jump ropes always fall into the mix it's always used as a warm-up tool you know after strength training it's always used as you know uh, short like high intensity or interval stuff so I, I love doing Tabatas mm. I love doing um, circuits um, so I'll mix and match up but I'll always find a way to incorporate it into my into my own workouts um, and sometimes if you just you know you had a long day like I don't even consider it sometimes a workout but you just you know I have, we have I have a lot of friends in the who jump rope as well and they use it as a meditation um tool oh, okay you know, they'll go and they'll just put their tunes on and they'll zone out for like 45 minutes and just do some light jumping and you know you get a good workout in plus you just kind of you know you zone out for a bit you you mm-hmm. relax uh, so different people use it for different things um for me it's more often than not i i like to push the pace with with the ropes so it's a lot of high intensity stuff for me okay yeah. So you always manage to fit it in your day somehow, or more I, or less. For me, it's it's not necessarily about uh, the jump ropes. For me, it's mm-hmm. my my lifestyle has always been around doing do something active every day. Okay. You know, even coming here, like you know, mm-hmm. that was being active today. You know, it took me an hour to walk here, but I love it. Like so, that's, you walked all the way here. I walked because, oh, okay. you know, I'm always looking for a way uh, to do something active, you know, okay. and I feel like if you have that mindset, mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter, um, you know, what I, th- I feel like people get stuck in like, what routine should I do or what program should I do? Yeah. And at least from what I've learned from my experience and, you know, talking to a lot of people, consistency is what matters. doesn't you know, yeah, I mean, some programs are more effective than others. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you find something that you really enjoy doing, um, then you're more than likely going to be consistent with it. And that's kind of what we try and focus with this is how do we make this fun? Mm-hmm. Like, how do we make this really fun and enjoyable for people? Like, 
Um, I still play basketball, um, and I'm always talking to my friend. You know, we always play ball on Mondays, and you know, I'm like, it's really interesting that no matter what is going on, we always make our way to play basketball every single week on Monday, oh, that's and nice. we can't like it's it's like one of the best days of the mm-hmm. week because we just love it so much. And I'm always thinking, how can I take that, and how can I integrate that into like a training system or, you know, or our challenges, how do we make it so fun for people? Like for mm-hmm. example, those performance events I was telling you about earlier where people are competing. Yeah. I can't tell you like how excited people get around those because they just can't wait to go and see mm-hmm. what their time is going to be or what, where they're going to place in the leaderboard and competition is part of it. But more importantly, I think, um, I think they just found something that they enjoyed. Like, um, and I think that's important because people, when they think about exercise, it's it's often like, oh, I have to do it, or mm-hmm. you know, I have, or I I need to go to the gym. And I try to look at it, you know, and everyone has their days, but I try to look at it positively. That like that's a positive part of my day. Like I'm excited mm-hmm. to go to the gym. I'm excited to see. So how changing well I can. your mindset, yeah. Right, and so and actually finding some the trick is finding something that you're going to enjoy you know not everybody's going to enjoy jump rope training not everyone's going to enjoy strength training if sports is your thing that's that's great like Mm -hmm. if 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 it means you're gonna it's gonna excite you enough to get you out you know put your shoes on and get out the door like that is um that is success like Mm -hmm. that gets the job done so whatever you can find that you enjoy you can have fun with um you're gonna be more than likely successful with because you're gonna be consistent with it that's what I think. And that's really cool that you've, before you even started working with Crossrope, you already had this mentality of fitness. And this this goes so well with your lifestyle and with what yeah. you wanted. So it just... It's funny. Yeah, it's yeah, funny Yeah, it how just I, went super I don't know. Well I don't know how that, how that stuff like that in life plays out. Um, yeah. I think it's like your mentality. Like, you put it out there. Are you still working on your blog? Or no, the blog is still live, but okay. you know, uh, I'd say it's probably been a year since I've just reshifted my focus on, yeah, on this because it's just been um, the potential has always been there. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, Dave as well, like you know, he he got out of the Navy, which was a really tough thing to do. Yeah. Um, but, How you did know, he think of this? So you know, I haven't really mentioned Dave as much, but he this, you know, sometimes I think my lucky stars, I got to meet this guy because he's one of the smartest, most generous, most genuine, like, people that I've I've ever met. Like, I, you know, and it's funny because we worked together online Mm -hmm. um, for about a year and a half, two years, just kind of like when I said we were doing our parallel things, helping each other out. Before meeting? Or did you meet? Before meeting. Oh, wow. Yeah. And okay. so this was probably in, I, I might, might get my years mixed up, but it could have been like 2013 when, or 2014, one of those years, he's like, hey, listen, like I'm going to do this trade show in mm-hmm. San Diego. You know, we're going to do an Ursa trade show. You want to come down and help me out, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was like, yeah, I want to yeah. come help you. That be that sounds like fun. And then uh, I remember like getting on the plane and you know I'm heading to San Diego and I land and I'm waiting outside and uh, I'm like starts hitting me like 
it's like this thing better be real like you know like it was it's like one of those moments i was like this is so strange like only oh, in today's shit. day and age could something like where you can work with someone for two years you know talking on skype all the time yeah. sharing ideas like f- real friendship mm-hmm. um and then before ever meeting and then you kind of like you have this like in-person meeting and it was kind of strange it was like I felt like I knew him, like it was normal. Okay. You know, and he, you know, he rolled up, picked me up. And it was real. And it was real. It was real. Uh, you know, and we talked a lot. It was kind of like you just took all our conversations on mm-hmm. Skype and then just became, you know, it was, it's strange how that works. Um, but yeah, he's, you know, we got a chance then since then we did more trade shows and he'd fly up to, to, to Toronto sometimes. I'd come down mm-hmm. to... Um, to North Carolina or we'd go to some third place for a conference so mm-hmm. we find time to meet up and do things and it's it's always a blast but you know he came over he came to our wedding this year um, nice. so yeah it's just he's been a really positive influence in my life um, obviously you know he created the system that now I get to to use and you know try and share with the world um, mm-hmm. you know and it's been a blast I always tell him like you know this has been like the greatest thing that's ever happened to me in my life apart from Ileana yeah Ileana uh, is sorry <clears throat> Ileana is his wife so yeah. I went to university with her and actually DJ'd their wedding yeah was she was fun. really good so if you guys <laughs> need a DJ for a wedding uh, no joke thank you um, yeah. so yeah I mean you know there's not much else to say about Dave uh, mm-hmm. you know he's he knows how to run a business. He knows yeah. how to run a like run a team. Um, always something new to learn from him. So that would be you know if if you are uh, you know looking to get into entrepreneurship or mm-hmm. start a business or get some look for look for mentors like look for people um, that can that you can learn from that can positively influence you even if. You know, whatever that working relationship is, you know, mm-hmm. I learned a ton from him before we ever worked on Crossrope together, yeah. you know. So there are a lot of people out there doing really, really cool things. Um, and, you know, sometimes it just takes like reaching out, seeing who needs help um, and just, you know, finding something again. This, you know, everything kind of lined up and this has become a just a big part of my life because of my lifestyle even coming into it like everything just mm-hmm. kind of made sense to me um so yeah look for look for people that can positively influence you yeah for sure so how did he think of the product yeah so i mean dave's got like this this like mind that just doesn't stop he's always coming up with ideas but uh anyway his background actually you know he's a was a track athlete he did high jump um he's always been into fitness and training and Mm -hmm. um i don't know what year it was but at probably like 2009 2010 time frame he Mm -hmm. uh, tore his pectoral muscle and so that put him out of commission um but it also gave him time to pursue something and he always Mm -hmm. wanted to build excuse me he always wanted to build a business okay so that's nice he found the the positive and I guess negative situation right and so he mm-hmm. he's jumped rope before and he's he's also an you know uh, has an engineering mind um, and he instantly noticed like a hey, jump rope space like these jump ropes just suck like yeah you know they're they're always breaking 
um, especially like the heavy ropes. Heavy ropes, mm-hmm. uh, it's not the first heavy rope ever. Like, you know, Muay Thai, they've been using their own heavy ropes. When I went to Thailand, mm-hmm. they had a, a heavy rope there that was kind of like this plastic PVC tubing glued to like a wooden handle. It was. Okay. It was uh, very. Like very DIY. Very DIY like, style, yeah. yeah. And so the problem is. You get like 10 jumps in this thing's like already wants to tear your wrist off because there's there's no free spinning like so the jump ropes don't get me wrong there are a lot of great jump ropes but Mm -hmm. there weren't any great heavy jump ropes and so he's you know that's what kind of uh gave him this idea that hey you know why don't we create a better heavy jump rope but also let's create this you know what he calls the interchangeable jump rope system where you can interchange between different uh different ropes and Mm -hmm. You know, that's how Crossrope came around. And even the name, I mean, originally came from the idea of being able to cross train, you know, using different weights of rope. So, mm-hmm. you know, that unfortunate event of tearing his pectoral muscle, you know, gave him the time uh, to to create this and to really... And I remember seeing the pictures of this thing. It was honestly just cables attached to nunchucks. Like it was uh, the <laughs> okay. first prototype was... Was, we still have photos of it and I still yeah. have even like actual original handles that are always fun to look at um, but and it was you know for him it was uh, it was really interesting because you know he had a young family he had a wife he had you know young kids mm-hmm. um, they just moved to a new place no friends no family because he got restationed and here okay. he is you know starting to try and like build this thing and um, that that's hard at first. It was very, you know, when he tells me those stories, it was, you know, sometimes it makes me think of all the challenges that we're facing, you know, today or that we face mm-hmm. this year. And it's like, if we, he got through that, like we can get through this, yeah. you know, he's got, you know, young children crying and he's trying to talk to a web developer from India, like trying to fix some stuff. Like it's just yeah. like, uh, I don't know how wow. he did it, but um, we'll have to have him on the show later. Oh yeah. He's, he's definitely worth uh, having on the show mm-hmm. for sure. Nice. So, yeah, that's, you know, that's just been Dave's story and he continues to kind of evolve and grow as a leader. And, you know, I, like I said, always something new to learn from Dave. So what's the biggest lesson you've learned throughout this experience of working with Crossrope? Oh, man, there have been a lot of lessons, um, big and small. You know, for me personally, I think the lesson of what I mentioned earlier about hard work like mm-hmm. really stay stays true when you're trying to build a brand when you're trying to yeah. build a business when you're really trying to solve a problem for or a pain point for for customers like <laughs> there's a lot of work that create that goes into creating a system uh like this um and it's it's just i i you know sometimes you sit back and you're like well when is this when is it gonna get easier right and you know, back in my mind, like the answer is always like, I probably never will. Like you'll always, you know, as you grow, you're going to face new challenges. Um, but nothing beats like, you can't get away from hard work. And I think for me going back and to the point that you got to love what you do, Mm -hmm. like love your product, love your customers, um, love the problem that you're like, the solution that you're providing and the problem that people have, you know, makes the hard work worth it and makes it easier. 
Um, apart from that, I've been a lot of lessons. I'd say, you know, for me, the biggest growth has been come from being this kind of solo marketing team, kind of like doing all the strategy and executing mm-hmm. on everything. It's kind of transitioning more to um, a leadership role, I guess. You know, we brought on okay. new people into the marketing team. How many people did you add on? Uh, so this year we added two. So okay. we have, I mean, the company as a whole has added more. Um, but the marketing team is only three people right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we've got a lot, still got a lot on our plates. Uh, mm-hmm. But for me, it's just how do I find ways um, to make, to motivate the team, to inspire them, like to, you know, give them the tools and resources they need to, to really crush their, their jobs. Yeah. Um, so that's been a big, and I, I think it's just that transition is challenging because it's not an easy switch especially if you're used to like when i was in school i was the kind of guy who i wanted to if i was in a group project i'd just be the guy that says just let me do this whole thing like i don't <laughs> i don't trust you guys okay and then now i got put into this you know into this position where i can't i can't do that you got to trust your teammates yeah. you got to trust people uh, that they're going to do as good or even a better job than you are um, and that takes time and that's, you know, this year has allowed me to kind of grow into that. Still got a lot of room, uh, for improvement. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're, um, as a company, even like, you know, we have these core values and one of them is about attention to detail and it's, okay. um, everything that we do, like every single component, like everything that we do online, like everything is heavily scrutinized. Like we're our own biggest critics. Um, makes us difficult to work with sometimes like with vendors when we're like very nitpicky and I try and instill that in you know in the team like everything that you do you got to own everything that you do you got to put through your own like high standards uh, and then you know we just expect like full attention to detail right and it's Mm -hmm. I think it differentiates us from other brands when you see some of the stuff that they put out um, and you're like, how did you guys, how did this come out? And we, you know, we have our own, you know, we try and we put so much on our own plate. You know, we have this funny thing, like just put it in the queue and this queue is like a million items long. <laughs> it's a question now of how do you prioritize and how do you yeah. figure out what's most important? But anyway, that's, you know, um, that's one of the things that have just been a learning curve. How do you become a really good leader? Like how do you, team's only going to get bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how do you get them to just own their position? Like it's, it's not easy, but it's, it's a fun challenge for sure. And how do you manage, like, if you want to pay attention to detail, which I think is really good, but you have like a million things to do and some things just need to get done. Like, how do you decide what should have more attention, what should have more detail right. than others? Do you ever just do something to get it done or do you make sure that that model yeah. is in every single thing so yeah there's definitely a balance there i mean you can if you're going to be a perfectionist about everything it's going to mm-hmm. be really difficult to finish stuff and ship stuff like so you have yeah. to find that balance um you know we i think it's just a progression so mm-hmm. what we always talk about is okay we got to get this done by this date what is, and we have this these resources you know what is uh, the max that we can get. And if the situation is like, okay, we can get an 80% solution done, 
right? Here's the mm -hmm. 80% version of what this could look like. Um, and then we, uh, you know, to get it shipped out. And so it's not mm -hmm. perfect, right? But we know that, okay, with what we have and the time that we've set, this is the best that we can do and that's what we aim for, right? But yeah. one of our other core values is just this constant 1% uh, improvement. Like everything okay. that we do, that's done again. So we run another challenge. Like mm -hmm. what is a 1%? So Dave talks about that a lot. I know he's picked it up from other places, but mm -hmm. it's kind of like this 1% mentality just in life. Okay. If you're constantly looking for very small improvements in different areas of your, of your life, um, the compounding effects of that are, you know, are tremendous, right? If you, you know, found one, and, and this is what we try to instill in, in people for their particular roles. So if you're the one who's creating, you know, um, let's say uh, a challenge, let's say for October, mm -hmm. take everything you've learned from that. What is a 1% improvement that you can put towards January, right? And so that then rolls out. If somebody is doing a social media campaign and, you know, they have a hypothesis, they execute on it, they learn on it, then what can you do a little bit better next time? So it's just kind of like this mm -hmm. constant mentality and that's kind of helped us, you know, when you get more resources, we've found third party solutions like, you know, design agencies or, or whatnot that can help yeah. you get from, there's a certain threshold you pass where the 80% solution is no longer good enough. You know, we put a lot of resources into creating this because we know what's necessary uh, based on feedback to deliver a premium uh, jump rope experience, mm -hmm. right? It can't look like crap, yeah. you know, because everything, everything, every single touch point has to, uh, ha has to be co cohesive. And so, you know, that's just something we've evolved to. That's not how it always mm -hmm. was. You know, there's a time when we were just shipping them in boxes because that was just at that time what we, the best that we could do. And so you just kind of um, progress and, you know, eventually you'll have more resources you'll you'll know how to do things better all of those one percents will add up to more time savings better um, better results so the core values were they already there before you joined the well i guess the partnership or did you think of them together how did you come up with them no they were definitely not there uh the core values are actually relatively um new and so at least the current ones we have, like the current ones we have have only been here, you know, a few months. And so, but they didn't just come from scratch. So we've had our, our core values, you know, mm. um, that were appropriate for that. Like our last year's core values, they were, they were there, uh, but they didn't end up serving the purpose that they were intended to serve. Like core values, uh, you know, and where they came from. I mean, uh, when you look at, all the big, you know, successful companies and you mm -hmm. search, like search up, you know, the Netflix core values or Amazon core values. And you see these are the filters they use or the guidelines they use to uh, do basically make or to make any decisions in the firm, whether they're, they're hiring based on core values, firing based on core values, mm -hmm. deciding on projects based on core values. Um, and so they're very important for, um, for acting as a filter because as you grow um you're gonna have like you said so many things on your plate and mm -hmm. our queue is endless you know and we try and use this and you know you start bringing in new people like we put them through a core values you know questionnaire and interview 
when we okay. do our progress reports, we say, hey, rank yourself on these core values. Like where can, you know, um, and we all do the same, right? So it's relatively new for us. Um, and it's just something that, you know, has come from reading tons of books. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we're both, uh, Dave and myself, pretty avid readers. We read a lot of business books. Okay. Um, so core values are talked about in a lot of different ways. A lot of, a lot of people have, have talked about those. But, you know, for us, we took some time, the leadership team, and we sat down and we said, okay, uh, based on our experience, what are some of the core values of employees, you know, that we've had experience with that we truly valued? Like, like we're like, and, you know, we took all that, the big list, refined it, and we got our, you know, our core values that we now like feel really, really good about. Mm-hmm. The whole team's kind of, you know, jumped on board with it. Um, and it's just about finding ways to integrate that into every area of your business. And life. I mean, everybody yeah. should have their own core values. I, that's another lesson I've kind of learned. And you touched on this a little bit, but since you studied engineering, was it difficult to get into the marketing aspect? Like, how did you learn how to manage the marketing of a new company? Yeah, I mean, um, I have a lot of friends that are marketers, and mm-hmm. I can definitely tell you they're... I, I have a long way to go to become, uh, you know, a really good marketer. I find that marketing is is interesting. It's got its mix of uh, the technical side, like, you know, especially for us, you know, we're all, you know, pretty much all of our sales come through our website. So it's all Mm -hmm. online sales. So a lot of our marketing channels are digital channels. And so there's a lot of technical execution there, which I've always mm-hmm. been fascinated about from my high school days. Like I, like I talked about building websites, building mm-hmm. all sorts of things. And so that part really fascinated me. So, you know, I, I that's where like the execution side uh, came from it. The strategy side, you know, I didn't really know when I, when I came in, you know, and Dave didn't either. We had a good idea of what kind of worked and we just, you know, mm-hmm. we tried things. We were really good at um, trying things, seeing how they worked and then like moving on to the next thing. You know, like yeah. it was kind of like figured out as you go. Um, and then, you know, a lot of it is just, a lot of it is experience, trial and error. A lot of it is uh, reading books. I'm fascinated. I've read a ton of marketing books, psychology mm-hmm. books, trying to, figure out at the end of the day, I mean, you know, you're just trying to solve somebody's problem. And so, um, figuring out how to position your product as the right solution to that product or to that problem. Um, I mean, there are many ways to do that, but it can be simplified. And so, you know, there's, uh, like I said, there's still a very long way to go. And I'm always, uh, like I said, seeking for help from my, you know, friends who are in the marketing space. Mm -hmm. They're, some very, very talented people here in, in Toronto that can always learn from. Um, so how I transitioned, I think I focused on what I was good and confident with, and that was the technical side. And I let the rest of it just kind of fall, mm-hmm. fall into place and figured it out through trial and error. And still figuring it out through trial and error. Yeah, well, that's life yeah. and business in general. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. I mean, there's... I'm sure, like, uh, I, I always ask myself, you know, if I was to go back to school, like, mm-hmm. what would I do? Um, and I had an opportunity to, let's say, do a business degree or a marketing degree. Um, 
I'd still choose engineering. I feel like it builds yeah. the foundation. Like anything, anyone can learn anything uh, these days in our in our part of the mm-hmm. world. Like you can just pick up a book, you can go online. Anything can be learned. It's not the knowledge that I feel is lacking. I feel it's the work ethic and really knowing how to learn something. I feel that's what engineering taught me. So okay, so I, how do you learn? Um, well, that's a good question. It really <laughs> depends on the. It's not necessarily the tactics um, for how to learn something. Mm-hmm. It's more so um, building, like having a, one. I think a curious mind. Like you, mm-hmm. I was very interested in the technical aspects of of marketing, and that really fascinated me. And that you know drove me to read a ton of books and you mm-hmm. know do a lot of courses and you know really do a deep dive in a lot of this thing a lot of this stuff so i i had a thirst for it you know i had a curious mind for it um and so i in terms of how engineering related to that it was really just the the mindset that this is what it all these countless hours is what it takes to to learn something Mm -hmm. so i'm sure there could have been some maybe smarter more efficient ways to do things Mm -hmm. and if i could go back you know learning from other people would be definitely one of the things I would have done differently. Yeah, and that's, that's something I'm, I'm looking to do more so in 2018, you know, finding uh, mentors, you know, finding mm-hmm. coaches. I think that's that's one area um, I wish I would have, and, you know, known about earlier, but you can't really wish on those things, um, is if you want to learn something or achieve something, you got to find somebody who's done that and mm-hmm. invest in that. Yeah. And, and I find like that is the f- best and fastest way to achieve something. Like time is the real currency here. So for me, it's like, okay, you know, um, where, what are the areas in my life that I really want to improve in, right? So, um, you know, the marketing side, there are a lot of things I would learn. So I found somebody uh, to be a coach, to be a mentor, Mm -hmm. um, to act as, you know, a sounding board for a lot of the things that I'm, um, a lot of the challenges that I'm facing, someone who's more experienced Mm -hmm. than I am. So to me, that's a worthwhile investment um, because I know by the end of the year, I'm going to be way like much better Mm -hmm. off than had I not done that. Yeah. You know, so it's, to me, it's, um, that's one area, you know, fitness, for example, I, I, a lot of the money, a lot of my, you know, I don't, my wife calls me frugal, but, um, <laughs> I think there are certain things, you know, that I don't really care about. And so I don't spend money on them, mm-hmm. but there are some things that I really passionate about. Like, so for example, fitness, you know, um, and training, you know, I invest in a lot of, I invest a lot of money in programs and, you know, equipment. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll never hesitate to do that because it's something that's really, really important to me. So, you know, that's another area that I've been thinking about, you know, even if you're good at something or if you've been doing something for a long time, there may be value in getting a coach and getting someone who's, mm-hmm. you know, either more experienced or has a different perspective. So yeah, you'll get better a lot faster than doing it on your own. Exactly, sure. which you know really depends on on your on your goals. Um, if you're really want to achieve something, I feel co- coaching. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't say this from experience because I haven't 
done it, but I can mm-hmm. say for sure the opposite. It's slower than when I talk to friends who have gone through the coaching or stuff like that. It's a lot faster. Like when they've had, when they've worked under mentors, right? So they've had this, a lot of my friends in the marketing space, they've had a lot, this advantage of working under people that are, mm-hmm. you know, uh, brilliant marketers. They've done it before, they know what works. And so they can just kind of like soak all of that in. Yeah. For me, you know, and Dave wasn't a marketer, he's a brilliant guy, and I've learned a lot of other things from him. But from the marketing side is, we just kind of figured it out as we as we went along. And so um, that's something where, if you have the opportunity to invest in us, something I would I would do, and I will do, yeah. Where did you find your marketing mentor? So it's a friend of mine, but that I've known for a while. But it's I think the how it all happened was you know at, uh, I think in about March or even earlier this year I started hosting um, uh, marketing meetups, right? Okay. So if anyone wants to check it out, it's the Toronto Internet Marketers that we do. Oh, nice. um, monthly we haven't done a couple in a, a few in a couple of months because of mm-hmm. crossroad q4 but um you know through that you know i was hosting all these events i had you know a lot of people who were interested come out and through that we kind of myself uh, a friend of our wilson a few other people um we started creating this mastermind group mm-hmm. together it wasn't anything like um official or formal it was just you know four or five six of us we'd come together once a month and we talk strategy we'd share um Mm -hmm. through these through these meetups you know we kind of started talking we had our own little whatsapp group and Mm -hmm. you know we said hey why don't we meet up once a month and you know just talk about things that are happening in our businesses we could learn from each other and it kind of turned into this you know this little informal mastermind group and um you know that's where I really started to see like you know wow these guys are like next level like stuff mm-hmm. that they're doing in their businesses is is incredible it's fascinating and I feel like I'm like down here right so every time I came in you know I was um, I was just like soaking everything up I was just like mm-hmm. constantly writing um, so anyway you can really start to get a sense for who's been there and done that like who has the experience who you could really learn from and um, you know one of them just happened to be a mutual friend. And so, you know, it's kind of funny, like uh, I always shared my ideas and he's a, you know, he's very patient. He was always like very helpful, gave really good advice. Um, I, I hooked him up with a set of ropes. So we'd meet mm-hmm. up sometimes and we do some workouts together and he really fell in love with the product. And I'm like, listen, man, like, you know, you're, uh, <laughs> you're, mm-hmm. you've been there and I need somebody that I can use as a sounding board I can, that I can talk to about yeah. things. And uh, fortunately, he was really loving the product and, you know, um, and the company. And so he was, mm-hmm. you know, he was more than willing to do it. And so we haven't, you know, we just kind of started. We're kind of like venturing into that. I've never been, had a coach really mm-hmm. since my, you know, days of basketball. But, you know, I feel like that's a little bit different. So it's, it's going to be interesting, but... I'm excited. Like, it's kind of like, yeah. you know, it's here's someone who's really uh, been there and he has a ton of experience on all, all levels, leadership, strategy, execution, everything that I'm starting to like mm-hmm. uh, experience right now that I don't have, you know, much of a framework for. So just kind of like having somebody that I can, you can call and meet with regularly mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited for, for for that and the value it can bring for me, for our business and, you know, and 
for um, whatever else it may, it may lead to. Nice. Yeah. So some of your goals for 2018. Do you have any other goals you want to share for 2018? You know, I, I do set a lot of uh, like goals, um, different areas of my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think what I try and do in like the December time frame is try and take a look back at kind of things I've done in 2017, um, how I've progressed in certain areas and what my focus will be in 2018. Mm-hmm. And so some of those might be in fitness, some of those might be in business, some of those might be in friendships and you know, my relationship with, uh, with Ileana and my family. Mm-hmm. And so how do I, like, what do I want to achieve in all of those areas? And so one exercise um, that I learned from my friend Jason Gaynard, he was one of the speakers at the Tim events, you know, he makes you, he has this thing called like the perfect calendar. And okay. um, do, if you're on your computer or whatnot, mm-hmm. check out the community made, um, that's his community. And he shares this perfect calendar and it's um, long story short, it's like this framework that really makes mm-hmm. you uh, think about why you're doing the things that you're doing, right? So okay. a lot of the times we'd set a goal because it sounds cool, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh, I want to do, um, you know, let's say a fitness goal. Like, I really want to do 100 push-ups. So okay. everyone's always like, oh, that sounds great. You know, that's, mm-hmm. that'd be awesome. And I've had that goal too. Like, and the question is like, well, like why? Like, what is by achieving the goal? Like, what are you accomplishing? And mm-hmm. so it's just a random example. Um, but it's interesting when you start asking that question more and more on the goals that you're setting. Like, asking why? Asking mm-hmm. why I want to achieve that goal, right? So for me, um, I'll give you an example of a good one. One goal. For, for, uh, on the fitness side for me would be uh, to improve my mobility. I feel like this day and age, we, you know, as you can be as active as you want or as you try to go. If you're busy, if you work a desk job, mm-hmm. um, your mobility is going to suffer. And when your mobility suffers, you're, you're going to suffer in other areas of your, your performance. So, and I've definitely seen, you know, I'm entering my 30s now, like mobility uh, declines. It takes me longer to recover from workouts or basketball games. So it's like, to me, I can definitely uh, see the decline and placing a focus and a goal around that mm-hmm. is important to me. And I, when I ask the question why, like it's very easy to answer, you know, because I, you know, want to continue to be able to do and pr- things that I love and perform at, mm-hmm. you know, on the best level that I possibly can. So it's not a it's not a like fancy or exciting goal like i'm gonna mm-hmm. you know be doing some specific stretches or wh- whatever yeah. my um action items are going to be for that goal but it's it's something that i can when i answer why like it it, mm-hmm. it resonates and makes sense and and so i'm going to do it right so it's like just putting kind of everything through yeah. that lens um but in terms of other goals you know we have a lot of our cro- goals in crossroad you know uh a lot of 2018 is going to revolve around that. It's going to be a big year for us. We're going to be mm-hmm. looking at, you know, get into more, um, more into like the classes, for example. Like this year, we were very fortunate. We got picked up by Equinox. So they oh, built their nice. own okay. uh, jump rope cut class built around our 
uh, our, our mm-hmm. ropes. So that was really cool. We got to go down to LA and, you know, take part in one of the classes and we've been mm-hmm. getting like great feedback. So we know that's an area where people are interested, you know, the social side of fitness is really important. Yeah. Um, and this is a tool that's very easy to build a class around or so we hope. Um, mm-hmm. And so if we can, that's a goal, you know, and there are a lot of other little goals like that, that, you know, really how do we take this business to kind of like the next level and help more people achieve, mm-hmm. uh, achieve their results. Yeah. You know, they all fall typically in the same categories. What do I want to achieve in fitness? Mm-hmm. What do I want to achieve in my career? What do I want to, uh, what do I want to achieve in my relationships? Mm-hmm. And whether it be family or you're more intimate. Um, and what do I want to achieve like from a learning or self-development side of things like what are some new things that i want to learn Mm -hmm. you know is it going to be a new language or new something or maybe something smaller like i want to read these five books or so it'll be something along those lines okay nice and something i just want to highlight from what you said that i thought was really important is you had the why you're doing something you have the goal and you also have action items so things to help you achieve that goal which is sometimes you have a goal but then you don't have actions to do that and your goal just stays a goal and it doesn't get achieved so yeah i just wanted to highlight that and that's good uh, because i find that goals are sometimes like uh, are big and lofty and so instead of goals um what i usually focus on a goal is a big picture mm-hmm. but what i really try to focus on is the commitments that will lead to that goal Right. So and they can they can vary. Right. Mm-hmm. So for me, and these are kind of the things that we I, I try and explore, you know, um, share with people that might be doing challenges. Like how can they pick up? They know what their goal is. They want to lose weight. Mm-hmm. Like what are some commitments, daily commitments, weekly commitments that they can incorporate into their life that um, will allow them to achieve that goal? So, for example, it can be they can be as simple as drinking a glass of water first thing you wake up right yeah. so that was you know doesn't take a lot of effort you wake up you know more than likely dehydrated um, before you pick up a, a coffee before you pick up anything to eat before whatnot mm-hmm. um, you know have a glass of water very simple uh, but very healthy commitment because yeah. what it often does is it leads to, you know you've just done this one small positive act and that has like this psychological effect where mm-hmm. it motivates you to, it's kind of like a snowball right it motivates you to yeah. do another positive so it's like when you do a workout you feel like you want to do something else like um, you want to have a better meal and so it's like what are these small daily commitments that um, that you can incorporate into your life that will help you achieve that goal. So that's, to me, like, goals are big and very sometimes intimidating. Like, if you set a goal, I want to lose 20 pounds, okay, I'm going to, you know, my commitments are going to be that I'm going to drink a glass of water first thing in the morning. I'm going to go for, uh, this can be for, you know, any person. I'm going to go for a 60-minute walk three times a week. I'm going to, you know, um, have my first meal at the like whatever it is that they, they might be that mm-hmm. different people will have different commitments those are very easy to track right did i have my glass of water today or not yeah you know did i do my three workouts this week or not or did i you know did i do my commitments if i did 
you know, then I'm going to track my progress and see how close I'm getting to my goal. If I'm not progressing, then let me tweak some of the commitments. And I feel like it's, it's a healthier mindset than trying to like, you know, I'm going to do some, this diet or that diet or, or, yeah. or, or what it might be. So you'll be a lot more successful doing one small thing. Yeah. First. And that, yeah. and that leads to a lot of, a lot of things. Like a lot, I have a lot of friends. So I'm going to read like 50 books this year. I'm mm-hmm. like, well, it's a, it's a good goal. Um, with no often no plan right so for me it's my commitment would be i'm going to read 30 minutes a day i don't care how many books i finish by the end Mm -hmm. of the year but if i read 30 minutes a day that's my commitment to to learning that's gonna Mm -hmm. um that's gonna materialize in way more than trying to aim for like some some random uh, number so it's just you can almost take any goal that you want to achieve and break it down into daily or weekly commitments. That's definitely something to look at. That's awesome. And before we sign off, is there anything that you'd like to add? Or Well, um, for one, I want to thank you for, for having me. You yeah, know. thanks for coming. I loved having you. Yeah, it was definitely fun to talk mm-hmm. about. It brings back some, uh, some good memories. And it's always fun to uh, revisit the journey. Yeah, you know, and, and you know, and celebrate some of the some of the you know special moments along that journey, um, because it goes by fast. You know, it's crazy to think that it's already been um, the years that it's been since since we started this. Um, for anybody that is interested in the Crossroads system, we're gonna do mm-hmm. a, a fun special here um, for the um, my best life my podcast. best life podcast. Sorry. <laughs> um, uh, for anyone that's interested, check out crossrope.com slash mybestlife. And if you want to save 10% on your order, just use the My Best uh, Life coupon code at checkout and uh, you can get a brand new system uh, for yourself. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. Thank you, Flav. So this was exciting, guys. Yeah. Let's do 2018 right. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. <laughs>